listening to Say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. Say It Southern is powered by Renaissance Bank. Renaissance is a true Southern bank that started in Tupelo, Mississippi 115 years ago. With over 190 locations scattered throughout the Southeast, there's a good chance that there's a Renaissance location near you. To learn more, find Renaissance Bank on social media or visit their website at renaissancebank.com. Today on Say It Southern, we are excited to introduce you to the founder of Bloombridge. Bloombridge allows you to honor your loved ones that have passed. We believe that there's something to be said for remembering your loved ones and honoring someone after they pass is about respect and loyalty. Flowers in a cemetery represent that life is still there and it brings peace of healing to those who are still here. But we all know how busy our daily lives get and sometimes it's impossible to find time to visit the graves of our loved ones, not to mention having to grab flowers. That's where Bloombridge can help. Bloombridge is a service that places flowers on the graves of our loved ones. Cemeteries all across the United States. You just place your order online. It's that easy. So listen now to Say It Southern as we hear from Kristen Allen, the founder of Bloombridge. Kristen, thank you for coming on Say It Southern today. We're excited to talk with you and hear all about your business, Bloombridge. It's a pleasure. So tell us what is Bloombridge? Bloombridge is a service to have flowers to your loved one's grave. Mm. Now, how did you come up with this idea? So, um, well, I love people and I love family. And I've always been the one in my family to kind of maintain that. And um, my grandmother's did that too for our family and I you know would always go with my grandmother to the cemetery one day we were walking outside in the cemetery she and I were just laughing and cutting up and she said Kristen don't you let me be the only one out here without flowers when it's my time to go (laughs) hey and that's a big deal that's a big deal but that grandmother said my grandmother has said that yeah you know (laughs) pressure yeah so she was like don't I mean she was serious well, she was, but she was also laughing, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, somewhere deep down, she meant that, you know, and she was funky, and um, so, 100, yes, 100%, she meant that. Yeah. Um, and so, I always laugh and say that this is her way through Bloombridge, you know, shining her spirit, and um, and it's it's great, it's it's. But that's how it started. I mean, it was an idea, and then I'm ruling the genealogy and people. I just love people in general. It yeah, literally was an idea to a notebook, and here we are. It's kind of. But you crazy. say you say you love people, but you're servicing the deceased people. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. So okay, I believe in, and I am loyal to my family and connection, and I believe that if you forget where you come from. How do you move on? How do you, that's how your loved ones that have passed on, that's how they keep carrying on through us mm-hmm. and through the next generation and the next generation. And um, it is tradition and it's family, it's Southern, you know, it's mm-hmm, family. For sure. It is about a life that has been and a life that still is. And yeah. 
I think that that is important. So where did the idea come to start this business? So I couldn't put flowers at her grave like I was because I was, you know, an hour away and have two daughters and, you know, my life got busy. And like I said, being into genealogy and just kind of putting one and two together and realizing that, you know, there's nothing out there like this. And I just started writing stuff down and I went to a friend and said, hey, you know, I have this idea. And um, he said, okay. And it was funny. I went to his office and I just shut the door and he was like, I didn't know what you were about to say to me. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I told him that, he said, okay, well, Kristen, look, there's a... um, place downtown in Jackson and uh, Mississippi and uh, he said it's called Innovate Mississippi and um, they're a nonprofit. take your idea to them you know just see what they have to say so um they I made an appointment with them and I went down there and they said okay yeah we love your idea and they helped you know they I won a pitch competition and they asked me to come pitch my idea and I was like no way I'm not if we're ready I mean, I had stopped at the Dollar General on the way to their office to buy a notebook because I thought I've at least got to go in and look like I knew what I'm talking about. You know, like I got to have something written down on paper. And uh, (laughs) that's a true story. Like that is the truth. Um, And they were like, okay. And so I did that and um, ended up going to that pitch competition and I won it. And I, you know, they helped me find some people that could help me, and um, that's how my team started. They invested in me. I mean, I could have never done this alone. I, I knew that from A to Z, I was like, this is a good idea, and I know this will work, but I didn't know how to get the, you know, the feeling, and I needed help doing that. Um, I knew that we could have an app, but I didn't know how to build an app, you know? I mean, it, it literally went from... An idea to a Dollar General notebook (laughs) to um, a pitch competition. And then it took a good year to find the right people. And um, they're everything I pray for. Huey and Lulu and Patrick and Justin are um, a godsend. And Bloomberg would not be here without them. We got to know each other and, you know, we built relationships. And here we are. So let's talk about the mission of Blambridge. So basically, because, I mean, you know, if I'm listening to this, I'm like, how is this different from a florist or something like that? So tell us the mission of, like, when somebody calls you, like, what would we use your service for? Okay, so what I have found is that most florists, not all florists, um, don't really do cemetery flowers, they don't, and they don't deliver to the cemetery. From the research that I had, you know, now, look, your small town, they might. Even some of your, you know, your bigger cities, they might. But the average floor would not do still cemetery flower arrangements and have them delivered. Okay. And so you would use our service if you are in California and your loved ones are buried in Mississippi or if you're in Mississippi and your loved ones are buried in California or you're, you know, working 40 hours plus a week and you don't have the time. If you're, you know, physically unable to go, um, really anybody can use our service. We are for everybody. Um, you can pick your own dates. We're also a subscription service, so you don't have to. You can do a one-time, you know, delivery. But if you want to, it's something that you can set up and have done, you know, 
four times a year is what we suggest. Um, that's our yearly subscription. But you can do it however many times a year you want to, and for however many people you want to. So um, we're not just offering a product, we're offering a service, and on top of that, it's the convenience. It's a great sympathy gift, you know? Like, if you don't want to send a casserole when someone passes away, um, and you can't make it to the funeral, but you would rather do something um, other than send a live arrangement. You know, a, when I say live arrangement, I mean, you know, fresh flowers. Um, you know, it's a great sympathy gift. Um, there's not a whole lot of those out there. And so we are the first to do this. I mean, it's, wow. we're, we're learning too because it hasn't ever been done. Um, but it's so far, it's working. We launched in July of this year in seven states and we're in all 50 now. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So who yeah. makes the arrangement? We do. Okay. Y'all make the arrangement. So the process, I, I contact you, you make an arrangement. Yes. Well, okay. So there's silk arrangements. So obviously, you know, we have them already. Yeah. Designed and ready to go. But yes, we fluff them and all that. So the way it works is if you were going to call in and you wanted to have an arrangement placed on your loved one's grave, so you would go on our li- online or you can call in, either one, and you would put in your loved one's information, what cemetery they're in, city and state, any type of information that you have on your loved one's grave. Plot number, you know, if it's by an oak tree on the on the right, you know, three rows up. We want all of that information because it helps our runners. So you'll pick out an arrangement or arrangements, and then we handle the rest. So once we get your order, we send a ping out to our drivers, our runners is what we call them. We have a Bloombridge app that we created. It's kind of like an Uber or Lyft app. Okay. We get, when we get your order, if you're in Jackson, Tennessee, we get your order, we're going to send a ping out to all of our runners that we have in Jackson, Tennessee. And the first one to say, hey, I'll take it, is the one who gets it, you know. Yeah. And um, once they accept the job on our app, we then send the arrangement that's shipped to their home. They, When they get it, they take it to the cemetery. When um, they get to the cemetery, they'll, you know, we're not a cleaning service, but we will make sure that it looks nice. And um, they'll place the flowers, and they'll take a photo through our app, and once that photo is uploaded, they complete their job, and the photo is sent to you as a confirmation that we did our job. I love it. That was what I was going to ask. How do we know? I love that. <laughs> you know, that they're there. Yeah, and then you get to see it. That's nice. That's so nice. I just think this is so great because I've lost both of my parents and my grandparents are, everyone's gone. Everyone's deceased. Mm -hmm. And I like you, Kristen, my grandmother did all the flowers for everybody. Her cousins, her sisters, her aunt and uncle. And like, I would go to the cemetery and she was out there like putting flowers everywhere. Yeah. And she kind of was the same way, like, don't forget about me, you know. Mm-hmm. Buy and a bench and come, buy sit, by, bench come sit in the cemetery. And spend all your time here. Yeah, right. In fact, you know, when my, uh, this is, I'm kind of getting off subject here, but when my mom passed away, my mother and father had secretly bought two cemetery plats in a different cemetery. And my grandmother just th- always thought her daughter would be buried next to her. And she was still living. Yeah. And she just, she never got over it, honestly. She never got over it. And my dad was like, you know what? This is where your mother wanted to be buried. This is where your daughter wanted to be buried. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was close to our home that we grew up in. So it was like... So your I, mother died before your grandmother. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah. so then your your mother was buried in a different spot. A different spot. And, and the mother is... Uh, I, mean, I thought it was going to send her to her grave, her <laughs> own grave, you know? <laughs> I mean, it was awful. But... That but, sounds like something you'd do, though. Probably, sneaky, yes. Sneaky, like by sneaky your own no. Yeah. <laughs> like she'll never know. She'll yeah. be dead before yeah. I, you know. Scatter me in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But, I mean, I am so guilty of this because mm-hmm. I, like you, Kristen, I'm too busy. I've got three girls. I think about it a lot, especially, like, around Christmas or their birthdays and things like that. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been a couple Christmases that I've gone and put, like, a poinsettia out. Mm-hmm. But, really, it's just my mom and dad that I've done that for. And my grandmother is probably, she's flipped a hundred times yeah. in her grave. She, she's, Wait, she's been waiting for me. Um, you know, but... So I think something like this is so great. Not even, you know, I get it from people out of state and everything, but even locally for me. I mean, it would be so nice to know that it's just done and taken care of and it's not something that I missed their birthday or I missed Christmas. You know, I didn't get the flowers out there to the cemetery. You are not alone. Everybody that I talk to for the majority is like you, Sarah. Like, um, I feel the number one word I hear is guilty. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. and, um, and I get that because that's how I feel. Like, I felt a sense of guilt that, like, I couldn't get up there to do it. And um, so, you know, and then there's, like, my mom, for instance. My mom wants it done, but my mom can't emotionally do it. Yes, that's my dad. And I understand that. Um, I'm not that way. I I love it. I love going to the cemetery. Um, There is a sense of healing in it. there is a sense of this good feeling. You're doing something good. You're remembering. And, you know, it's good all the way. I'm a hippie at heart, and I'm a lover. And if I had it my way, we would all, you know, be throwing peace signs and sitting in a circle singing Kumbaya. I mean, that's <laughs> my whole life. And um, I always say that Bloombridge is allowing me to be that way on, like, this massive scale from the person, you know, the client ordering the flowers or the arrangement and having the service for their loved one is make feel good. And then I mean, my runners are like, you know, man, that felt so good. It reminded me of my family. And it, I, I just did something really good for somebody who I don't even know. It's a stranger, you know, like they don't know the client. Um, and so it's just like we're sprinkling good everywhere we go and it's just the most amazing feeling in the world um and it's opening up all these doors and avenues that you know I never even thought about when I first came up with this you know Mm -hmm. and um so it's it's awesome it's a really cool thing and I know that like your loved ones don't want you to feel guilty you know but that's almost like they that's how much they mean to you Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and so it it is it's just a really cool way of um keeping their spirit alive Mm -hmm. I mean yeah I mean it's a great way to honor them it is. Oh, honoring. Yeah, absolutely. And remembering them and taking a moment just to be still, you know, and like, and, and to remember and have that connect. Now, I have a, um, a client that that's what she told me one day. She said, I have not been able to visit my granny's grave in so long. 
And when I got that confirmation photo, I just, it was like I instantly just became connected to her. Mm. And I think that's the part of death, you know, like that's, that's the part we miss is that connection. And so I thought that was super cool. And um, I was, you know, it was an honor that we were able to do that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. If you don't know where someone's located in the cemetery, like I have no idea what the number, what their plat number is, but can you call a cemetery? How do you find, get that information? Absolutely. There's tons of websites out there and um, that's part of what I do. Um, I work very closely with the runners and um, as soon as we get that order in, um, as soon as it hits my computer, that's the first thing I go check is um, the cemetery and I'll call and I'll get any information. And if I have to, I'll call the client and say, Hey, look, you know, can you give me any information? Um, if anything, can you give me the funeral home that y'all used? Um, and I'll call them. I mean, I'll do whatever I have to, um, for the client. And so far that's worked. We haven't had to turn away anybody, you know, because we couldn't find it. So, Mm -hmm. um, been a blessing too. You know, when you're doing what you love and what you're put here to do, it doesn't feel like work. Um, it's, it's funny because I, th- I feel like people, you're either good with death or you're not good with death, you know, well, and things that surround that. And I just think like for you saying it's something that you love, like what an g- amazing gift that mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm, you know, right. to be able to service that part of life because, I mean, the death is just as big as the life, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but we it we stop it, and I don't know why we stop. But I'm a licensed mortician. Okay. And um, I, I went to school. I you know got my license and all that. I, I'm not a practicing mortician. I feel like God kind of had on a journey for Bloombridge. I have a floral design you know background. I'm an artist. Yeah. Uh, so I think that has a lot to do with it too. Like you know just who I am and what makes me me. Um, I do believe God had me on a journey for this purpose. Like, I, I, I feel that with all my heart that I am doing what I was put here to do. I want to go me. back to the mortician part because yeah. that's something you don't hear about every day. I have <laughs> okay. a license. I'm a floral designer and a mortician, and I create an app. And, yeah, let's go back a minute. Yeah. Tell us a little what? bit. Yeah, Who is Kristen Allen? Um, Kristen Allen, who am I? Um, I am a mother. I have two beautiful daughters. I am an artist. Um, I'm a friend. I, um, I'm a daughter. Um, I'm a granddaughter. And I love, I'm a helper. I'm a doer. You know, I'm, um, like you were saying, you're either one way or you're another. It's just like type A, type B. Don't get me to balance your checkbook. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a, I'm fearless is what my friend Stacy calls me. Um, I've never really looked at myself that way um, until she started calling me that. I kind of guess I am a little bit. I just kind of go after what I want. Um, you know, um, this is weird talking about myself. Um, I'm a giver. That's what makes me happy. I, I like to help people. I like to do things for people. I like to pass love. Um, you know, I told you about that notebook that I stopped at the Dollar General and bought when I went and met with Innovate Mississippi. And um, I wrote four things down that day. Oh, I might get choked up. Um, 
I told God, I said, I promise if this, you know, happens and this comes to fruition, um, I will always stay humble. I will always keep you first. I will never be a greedy gut. And I will go be your hands and feet. Mm. And that's what I want to do. It yeah. is. It's the truth. That's that's who I am. Yeah. I want to go, um, you know, stick $10,000 in a single mom's mailbox and walk away. Yeah. I want to get elephants in Thailand and take all the kids out of the orphanage for the day. Um, I want to help people. That's what I want to do. Well, this is definitely a service to help people. It sure is. Yeah, for sure. So do you have a website? Is that where people go to order and pick out the flowers? And It's um, bloom-bridge.com. B-L-O-O-M hyphen, um, or uh, yeah, and then bridge, B-R-I-D-G-E dot com. Bloombridge.com. And that's where people can go. They can um, sign up to be a runner. Um, that's where they make their order. Or they can call in the one 833 Bloom 8 8. Bloom 8 8. Cool. That's great. Yeah. I love, I love it. what you're doing, Kristen. It's totally a yeah. ministry. It is. It's been successful in just such a short amount of time. Yeah. It has been. Um, you know, it seems like a lifetime in some ways. And in some ways, it's um, happened so fast. I mean, I still just pinch myself. I mean, I never in a million years, I mean, really and truly, like, I am so grateful, and um, it is just, it's such an honor, and I'm, I'm still kind of like, whoa, you know, like, this is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we're excited to share your story and your business and what you're doing with our listeners. There will be so many people that it, it, it affects and reaches, so thank you so that. much for being on today. I thank you. It means the world to um, be on here. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Our partner, Renaissance Bank, believes in supporting women in the communities they serve. That's why they launched a women's initiative program called Rise with Renaissance. Rise's goal is to empower, inspire, and support women in every stage of life. To learn more, visit risewithrenaissance.com. Well, I was so glad to finally talk to Kristen and hear her story because when I read about what she was doing, I immediately was like, this is such a need. Yeah. She's genius. Like, this is going to take off. Because it had just started. This okay. is like in July, I think, is when the business started. And I think that's about the time. If I think she reached out to us. Because okay. I was, like, doing a deep dive on, like, what Bloombridge was and what it was all about. And as I was reading, I, I mean, I, all I could think about was, like, I need this. Yeah. And so does everyone else. Yeah. Because I think our culture has changed so much from our grandparents' And I think about my grandmother, she went every Sunday and oh, yeah. put flowers out mm-hmm. and flags and made sure everything was cleaned off and, you know, took care of, of graves of loved ones yeah. and the tombstones and all that. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, like, both of my parents have passed away. My grandparents have all passed away. And yet, I don't go visit them. Mm. I mean, I've been to my parents a few, you know, I mean, probably a handful of times. Like, I am so embarrassed to say that. My mother's been passed, she passed away, like, what has it been, 12, 13 years now? My father's been passed, he passed away five years ago. And I've maybe been, since he's passed away, like maybe three times. Mm-hmm. And my mother, maybe not even that, I mean, you know, total, I don't even know. And it's like, when I need to go, when I 
feel really lost, I'll when go. Do you, when do you need to go? I That's think when I'm really lost. Like when I feel like my life is totally out of control. Uh-huh. I have no one to talk to. I don't know what to do. Uh-huh. You go and it truly, like what she was saying, it does make you feel better. It's, it's something, yes. And it's just almost like a, it is okay. Like mm-hmm. you're not alone. You're not alone mm-hmm. in this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and just a reminder that like, I still have parents, yeah, <laughs> you sure. know, yeah. kind of a thing. And uh, so anyway, but I just, I feel guilty that yeah. I don't do this. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know why it's, I mean, I hate to use the excuse of I'm so busy, I can't do that. Yeah. Because I mean, how long how busy that are, Yeah. And how busy you know? do you have to be? Right. Yeah. So I think it's just a great service, especially for people who have loved ones out of town or even like she said, I didn't think about this, but like if someone does pass away, instead of sending them something the day of the funeral, how nice to know that there's going to be flowers on your mother's site, great it's, site. Well, uh, what a great Once gift. or twice a year, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. If you don't even have to think about it and just, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think it's because, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about why we don't tend to graves. Like, I think, I think, like you said, it's a generational thing, but I, like, for example, I don't live where I grew up, Mm -hmm. nor do my parents. My parents are from Mississippi. They live in Middle Tennessee now. We grew up in Savannah. There's no connection there. And so it's like there's not, like our generation too, and and a little bit of our parents' generation grew up and moved away. Right. So they're not at, you know, the little People's Baptist Church on the corner and— there for, I mean, they come in for decoration day or whatever, but it's also like not that same community. Like people aren't staying in the community and honoring. And so it's almost like something that's been passed down and passed down and passed down for whatever, whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be honest, like, I don't know where I would be buried right now because like, I don't really have a hometown Mm -hmm. anymore. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have a hometown, but like, why would I, I mean, here? There's no Is connection. Going to be in here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. And so it's 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 a weird, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm good with it. And I was just going to say, it's something people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Because who wants to think about where they're going to be buried? Yeah. You know, you don't until. But you need to. Until you need to for sure. Yeah. Um, and take care of that for your kids' sake. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that is something that. I will forever be grateful for with my parents. It was done, mm-hmm. planned for, paid for. I didn't have to do anything. I mean, you, no, I take that back. You still do a lot. Sure. There's a lot that goes on. But I could not imagine if I had to make all of those decisions yeah. after they've passed. There's yeah. just no way. Yeah, you just don't have I mean, the threshold. No, no. So I think that it's something, as much as we don't want to talk about it, we really need to think about like, where do you want to be buried? Where, if something happened to Jason, what what yeah. would he want you to do right I've now? I've already thought about it, yeah. You know? Have you thought about it or has he thought about it? We both thought about it, and especially every time that life insurance needs a neural. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know him. He'd be like, dump me in the river and let the catfish, you know, take care of me or something. But, I mean, so let me ask you this, just because I, I still have a grandparent alive and, you know, it's something that we talk about a lot, but um, do you think that maybe, does anything have to do with, like, you, something inside you? Like, your sisters go? Like, is it you personally that you you have a hard time dealing with it, or? I don't think my sisters really go either. Yeah. I think it's just kind of, and my youngest lives far away, so when she's in town, she's it's the same thing. It's You're busy. You're busy visiting and seeing people. You don't 
go by the yeah. see your parents, yeah. you know. Um, but I have taken my girls a few times. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, it's crazy because I think, and I've said this a million times in this podcast, that children are so close to death. And they have such an understanding and it's comforting. Like death is not a scary, sad thing for children, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes, yes, it can be. I'm not saying that's in every case. But if you talk to a child about death and you ask them questions, they're like, yeah. They die. Mm-hmm. It's part of life, yeah. you know, and they just get it. And it's almost like they're in, so in touch with like the afterlife and just all of that. They're so comfortable with it. Whereas adults, I don't know what happens as we get older. We get fearful of it. Um, we we get, know too much. Know too much, whatever. But I've taken Taylor May and to my parents' grave and she has stood there and I have listened to her just talk and carry on just about her day and kind of asking questions and just, you know, just going about it like, like they're sitting right there, yeah. you know, and they're just, it's almost like she's, they're listening to her mm-hmm. and she just keeps on and on and on. Mm. And it's so, it's comforting. It's, it, it's kind of sad for me to sit there and watch my child yeah. talk to a grandparent that they've never, they never met, did. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, there's something about it. And I think it's so important to do. And I need to be better at this. Yes. Like I'm saying, I need to take my girls there more. I need to go there more. Well, and they need, they probably need the connection to your mom too. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And your dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need that. I mean, my, my kids need it too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my dad's an only child because he had a brother pass away. And then when he was little, he had another pass away. And so he became an only child. And then when my grandparents died, she was talking about that there's some people that can't visit. He's one of those that can't visit. Mm -hmm. He just can't. There's too much. I think death surrounded him so much. And then, you know, being a pastor, he preached so many funerals. He had to tell so many people that their loved one passed away. He was in the room so many times when Mm -hmm. it, you know, it just... I almost think, like, did that take some kind of toll on him emotionally? And mm-hmm. that that it's almost like you can do it for everybody else, but then when it's your people, you have to, you know, it's too hard compartmentalize. Too right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, it's. I think it's a tradition that, I mean, a lot of times I feel like we try to shield our kids from the hard things. And, like, this is one of those things that, they need to be, I mean, honestly, they need to be in touch with. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be up to our generation to pay it forward because we're all going to these mega churches and we're all going to these, you know, or or we believe something different than how we were raised or it's not, it doesn't hold the same value or our grandparents have passed on and they're not passing this down. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I know some people that want to make a total monument of their grave. I mean, they're like, I want I bought a bench so you can come and sit and talk. Now, and, these are older people, not yes, people our age. No. Yeah. So I brought a bench, and when y'all visit, you can come back to <laughs> This is your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, well, like, she's just like, there's, you know, there's, and there's cemetery. There are several, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, now John, now John Daniel and them. Now they did, they did a big, pretty has a back on it, a wrought iron bench, and mm-hmm. you, you know their family goes and sits. And you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's kind of it. It is one of those things that I feel like, as we get older, those after us will not take care of it. Right. You know, so if we want our graves to be taken right. care of, we need to start teaching our children. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Take care of them. And I don't we know if do I'm going to care about that later. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. Yeah. Right now, I don't think I would care. Yeah. I don't, as long as you're still talking to me, Courtney, like yeah. praying to me, praying with me. Yeah. You don't have to come visit me. You don't mm-hmm. have to come sit there for mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. Although I would be upset if something like 
a tree fell on that grave. <laughs> like nobody came to clean it up or, you know, like, right. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. You better make sure it's pretty. Yeah. It needs There'd to look be good. some seasonal flowers planted. <laughs> Keep the grass clean and, you know, cut back. Yeah, I want right. to make sure it's all nice and pretty. clean and tidy. I don't mm-hmm. want to look at all messy now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the Southern thing too. Yeah. You know, I mean. And that's why we got to go check on these graves. It is. We just <laughs> need to. we got to take the flowers. Yeah. So I think it's a great idea. I love, I love her for doing this. I think it's something that needs to be done and that we need to do. And, you know, just to honor those that have passed away. Agreed. And I think it's comforting for it us. It connects us to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for listening to State Southern. Bye.